Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Peak Endurance Podcast. This is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Today, I'm presenting a training talk podcast. I'll be discussing the importance of rest, and not just rest days, but rest weeks and cycles. They are all really important components of your training program. Rest days are the much maligned and most misunderstood aspect of the training plan. And yes, believe it or not, rest days are actually training. Rest days are not to be confused with recovery days. Recovery days are also really important, but I'll cover those in another episode. Rest days involve one thing and one thing only, rest. Not going for a walk, going swimming, doing yoga. I mean, say yin yoga would be okay because that's really relaxing, but not a full-on vinyasa-style hot, hot yoga class where you're working super hard. It also doesn't involve landscaping the garden or spring cleaning the house with all the free time that you have that you can't bear to waste. Rest days are lazy days where you spend time with family, watching movies, having conversations or just hanging out. It could also just be spending some quiet time on your own, reading a book. Um, Obviously, rest days sometimes also fall on work days. They don't just fall on the weekends. So, Of course, you still have to work, but at least then you're not having to race off after work to get to some training or you're not having to get up early before work to get your training in before. So work itself will be a lot more relaxed and easy for you too. Rest days are so important for athletes so that the body has time to repair, rebuild and strengthen. Running and any cross-training that you may do, like weights or cycling or hiking or swimming or yoga even, they all cause some form of muscle tissue breakdown. Now, training aims to create that breakdown so that the body can rebuild stronger, but it can only rebuild stronger if you give it the chance to rest. If you keep flogging the body, it will not recover and will not become stronger. It will actually become weaker. Doing all that exercise also depletes your energy stores, which is your muscle glycogen, as well as causing fluid loss. And these all need time and basically rest to completely recover and rebuild. Without adequate and planned rest, not just resting when you feel like you're going to die or you've got a cold, there is a chance that your body will actually create an injury anyway or develop some sort of sickness that will force you to rest and it will probably be for more than just one day a week or a fortnight. You have one body, look after it. You don't want to drive yourself into the ground so that you don't even enjoy your exercise, your, your running or whatever it is that you do anymore. Without rest days built into your training plan, you increase your risk of injury, as we've discussed, and also sickness, but also overtraining syndrome. Overtraining syndrome is a really um, confusing term. It can mean so many things. They talk about adrenal fatigue, but then they also say that there is no such thing as adrenal fatigue. But anyone who has had overtraining syndrome knows what it is and knows what it feels like, and it's not pretty. It causes you to be so exhausted that you can't even train even if you wanted to but you don't want to because you have no desire left to train you don't want to get to that place because it takes a long time to dig yourself out of that hole a rest day is not just about the physical break from running it's also about the psychological break from running your mind needs a chance to think of other things and also not be stressing about running 
Also, rest days can help with family relationships and friendships as you'll have more time and energy to devote to your loved ones. Rest weeks are also a component of training. Your workload should be based on a three to four week cycle over your whole training block. Um, Within that three to four week cycle, for two to three weeks, you are gradually building in volume and intensity. And the fourth week is a jump back down of reduced volume and slight, well, still intensity, but maybe less intervals and that sort of thing. But you're still running at the same intensity for your speed work and hard work. Um, this you won't go back to say the first week um, of your training cycle, but you, it's a, it's still a drop down in your volume and in, a little bit in your intensity, and in this way it gives you a chance to recover from that two to three weeks, and you start the next cycle ready and raring to go. Of course, as well as rest days and rest weeks, which are built into your program, hopefully, we need to consider long term rest, where you rest between training cycles. So many athletes don't take this seriously enough and this can lead to, um, sure, having a great couple of seasons but then, once again, the overtraining um, syndrome kicking in. Many athletes, if they have an awesome A race, they just want to get straight back out there and get straight back into training. They want to capitalise on how good they feel. They're worried that if they take any rest whatsoever, they will lose the strength, the fitness, everything that they've worked so hard to get. This isn't going to happen. It, it, it will juice a tiny bit, but you'll get it back so much quickly, so much more quicker um, after rest. And anyway, you don't rest for that long. Other athletes, if they have a race that didn't go as well as they hoped, want to get straight back into training and train hard to redeem themselves. Both don't work. You need to take rest after an A race. There has been a lot of emotional, mental and physical pressure leading up to that A race and your body and you need to rest and recover from it. So I always recommend one week of full rest from all exercise. It's great for the body and the mind and for all your relationships as well. Use all that spare time to catch up with all the friends you've been saying, sorry, I can't, I've got to try and I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Spend some time re-establishing all your relationships, doing some things um, that need to get done that have fallen behind at work or at home. Of course, I'm not talking about suddenly, you know, painting the house or doing something absolutely crazy. Then after that week of rest, you can start introducing some unstructured exercise that is more about having fun than about serious training. It shouldn't be planned, you shall swim for 30 minutes. If you want to go for a swim, go for a swim. If you want to go for a walk, if you want to do some yoga, and you could do maybe some harder yoga than yin yoga at this point. But it should be about fun and you don't need to wear your Garmin or your Sunto or any sort of measuring um, capabilities because you just want to focus on it being fun. After two weeks of unstructured fun exercise that may or may not have involved a little bit of running, not heaps, just a little bit, you can start introducing a little bit more structure back into your program. So maybe running every second day. But once again, easy and fun. You're not trying to hit certain paces. You're not stressing about how many kilometres you do. You're not stressing about how long you are running for. Then after this cycle of about four weeks, and that's all it is, and you're still exercising, so your fitness levels won't have dropped off that much, 
After that, then the new program can begin. And at that stage, you will be ready physically and mentally to attack your next training block. Hopefully now you see how important rest is. Remember, any well-planned training program should include planned rest days on a regular basis. And it doesn't have to be every week. It could be every fortnight. It all depends on the athlete. But that there is also rest weeks built into the program and there should also be definitely rest between the training cycles. At Peak Endurance Coaching, we ensure that you have planned rest so that you can train hard when you need to. And in this way, you'll be primed to achieve your absolute best. Now, if you have any training-related topics you would like me to cover in future podcasts, please email me at Isabel, which is I-S-O-B-E-L, that's the Scottish spelling. So Isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au and I'll try to cover all of the topics that you send in over the next few months. I'd really be interested to follow and, and talk about what you guys are interested in. Now, I'm off to Canberra this weekend to run the Cohen Trails Moonlighter 12-hour trail race. It's a um, trail race, like I said, and it's a 7.5-kilometre loop, and it's as many loops as you can do in 12 hours. Each loop is about 230 metres elevation. Um, The amazing Pam Muston is the race director of this race, and while I'm in Canberra, I will be interviewing her. She is just an awesome person, a really high-achieving ultra-runner, ultra runner, and a fantastic ambassador for women who um, to prove that they can achieve anything. And of course, equally interesting for the guys out there to listen to. So, till then, keep training. <laughs>